We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land where we gather to create and share. For many generations, this land has been a place of teaching and learning, and we honour the knowledge embedded within the traditional custodianship of country. We pay our respect to elders, past, present and emerging. For the Love of Teaching is a podcast brought to you by TeachData. We save teachers hours each week by bringing them quality, downloadable teaching resources for their classrooms. To make your classroom buzz, go to teachstarter.com. Witnessing a student progress through the stages of writing development is one of the most rewarding experiences for an early years teacher. Seeing them move from scribbling to representing their ideas as drawings, to starting to write letters to represent ideas, and writing words to show their ideas are all magical stages in a child's literacy development. However, it's natural that there may be a few letter formation speed bumps or obstacles along the way. And one common obstacle that may occur is letter and or number reversal. Here today to talk about letter reversal or mirror writing is earliest teacher and blogger Holly Mitchell. Hi, Holly. Hi, Bron. Thanks for coming back in. Now, last time you came in, we talked about guided reading and literacy. And I think you've done another episode with me as well. Yes, we did it on persuasive writing and persuasive books. Okay, cool. So now you're kind of our resident early years literacy go-to guest <laughs> on the podcast. So today we're going to be talking about letter re- reversal. Um, most teachers would have come across this in their time, but sometimes it's a surprise to parents when they see kids doing it. So can you tell us what is letter reversal in a nutshell, I guess? Well, basically, obviously it's children when they start to do their writing and they're reversing some letters or all letters. Um, and often if you hold up a mirror to their writing, the letter will look correct when you look at the mirror, the, the right formation, which is why it's also often called mirror writing. Mm, it's yeah. so interesting, isn't it? And as a teacher, did you see that often in your classroom? Oh, yeah, quite a lot in the early years classroom. And even when I became a mother myself and my daughter started reversing it, I did get a little bit of a shock. I was like, oh, my gosh, why is she not writing those letters correctly? And then I sort of had to remind myself, no, this is often a common developmental hurdle in the early years. Yeah, and it's really great that you that you say that, that it is a common thing and it can be overcome. So um, as you were saying, you noticed it with your own daughter and with your students, but what are some of the other behaviours teachers might notice that go along with mirror writing or letter reversals that they can look out for in their classroom? Yeah, sure. So obviously um, you'll notice the letter reversals in their writing, but there are some other things that students often will do if they are struggling with the formation of letters. Um, so often students who are struggling to work out the difference between, say, for example, the letters B or D, they may resort to writing them the capital letters because oh. they're easier to understand and they can tell the difference between them a lot easier. Yep. Um, because if you flip those capital letters, they do look different, whereas mm. the B and the D lowercase are very, very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, Also, if you're observing how they form their letters, some students may begin their letters from the bottom, say, for example, the letter, the lowercase f or Mm j, they may start uh, the lowercase f from the bottom because they're trying to work out which way they need to do the hook at the top. Mm -hmm. Um, And they also, uh, if there's a letter that has a circle in the letter they'll often say for example the d yeah they may keep doing the circle and go over it a few times so they might go i know that the d has a circle so they start doing the circle and then they're like which side do i need to do that on for the d and same thing with the b yeah um so there are some different sorts of behaviors that you might notice in your students if they are struggling with um 
letter reversal and understanding which way to form the letters. Some of those things you would notice either in writing samples after they've submitted them mm -hmm. and some of those things you would notice as they're working. So as you're observing them doing their writing and some of those things would be obvious in both of those situations. So that's really great information to have for teachers who are um, keeping an eye out for this kind of early writing behaviour. So why do some kids do this? Like why, why is it a thing? It's important that as teachers we understand the reasons behind certain behaviours. So if we imagine a mechanic, if there's a problem with a car motor, they need to understand how that motor will work before they fix the specific problem. Mm -hmm. um, so as teachers, the way a child's brain is working, we can work that out through careful observation um, before looking at how to fix that specific problem. And there's so much on the internet in terms of why kids do do letter reversal and mirror writing. Uh, one significant explanation is from a physicist who's called Mariano Sigmund. So it might be worth listeners to Google that um, physicist because he really explains in depth why students may reverse letters through human vision. So it's really mm. quite interesting. Yep. Um, also, it's important to understand that children who write with their letters reversed have not been taught to form their letters in this way. So it's really, really important that they unlearn this subconscious behaviour. And that requires, obviously, a lot of guidance and support from the classroom teachers and teacher aides. Yeah, sure. Awesome. And now you said that there's a lot of information on the web regarding mirror, mirror writing that teachers can look up. But for our listeners, one of probably, our, I think, the best resources is your blog that you wrote on the same topic because it really relates it to context that we recognise. So thank you for writing the blog. That's and okay. and I, I think I yeah. actually, so I think I actually link some of those research articles in that blog. Perfect. So it's probably easier to go to our blog um, and I've got some hyperlinks through there if you need to read up about letter reversal in more depth if you have got if you've got some concerns with some students in your class perfect yeah. no worries that's awesome so um another thing that often crops up when we talk about letter reversal is that it can be sometimes a sign of dyslexia mm -hmm. in students with this in mind what are some of the things teachers should think about when they're looking at um maybe perhaps hearing from a concerned parent or mm -hmm. having concern for themselves uh, about a student and how do you know if it is going to develop into a diagnosis or whether it is a normal developmental stage? Yeah, sure. So I think it's important to realise that it is a normal developmental behaviour of children, usually between the ages of three and seven. So mm -hmm. obviously if you're doing um, some work and some activities to help those students not reverse their letters, but it doesn't seem to really be improving, that may be a sign. Yep. Um, particularly if they are over the age of seven and they're still really struggling with that. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting to note that children who have excellent fine motor skills can still struggle with letter reversal, so it's not a fine motor thing. No. Um, both left-handed and right-handed children may struggle. So I think sometimes there's a common misconception that left-handed children will often struggle more with letter reversal because of the way they, they hold their pencil and the way yeah, they... Yeah. Um, but that's not... It's right-handed children can also struggle with it. Yep. Um, mirror writing is also a thing for students when they're reading as yep. well. So, okay. for example, the word tip... Um, a student might read it as pit. Mm, so that, mm -hmm. there's also that developmental hurdle that they have to overcome. Sure. Um, and not all kids who reverse letters obviously have dyslexia, but it's important as teachers to have that in the back of our mind that if they are still struggling after mm -hmm. that sort of age bracket, that it may be something that you'll need to look into further. Yeah, right. So it can be an early marker, but it's not necessarily... No, not yep. at all. I mean, both my kids reverse... Yeah. Both my children reverse their letters and I had probably... Oh, 
maybe 10 students in my class mm -hmm. when I was teaching prep and even in year one and even year two yeah. still struggling with letter reversal. Super common, so isn't it's it? very common. Yeah, and most of our teachers will recognise how common it is. <laughs> but if you think about, even when you were saying before, I just want to go back to when you were saying some kids will write in capitals for this specific reason. Mm -hmm. When you're assessing a piece of writing, often they will jumble up their capitals and lowercase letters. So it's good to note that this could be one of the reasons that that child is doing that. And it's not just that they couldn't think of the, the lowercase letter or they prefer that it's because it's a strategy to help them differentiate between those letters yeah. and in the early years we know that there's so much that they have to think about when they're writing so yes. it's not only the letter formations but it's remembering capital letters remembering full stops yeah trying to spell words so there's sound so representation for, yeah there's yep. so much for them to think about that a quick little fix like I'll just do a capital B because I'm not really sure which way to do the lowercase b is something that a lot of children will start to show yes show yeah. Of. yeah yeah okay so Holly how do we assess and monitor let letter reversal once we've seen it a few times in a student mm -hmm. what do we do next okay um so in my class I would often um do a little bit of a test with my students um, at the beginning of a term, maybe just to see how they are going with their letter formation as a whole and mm -hmm. letter reversal would come into that. Yep. So I, I provide my class with a piece of paper. And again, this is all in that blog. So I'll step you through it, but um, the listeners can go and check it out in the blog if they want more information. Sure. And I'll link that in the show notes for them too. Yeah, cool. Um, and I'd give them a pen or a coloured pencil. I wouldn't give them a lead pencil because I don't want them to erase what they've done. I want them to show their first behaviour, they're going, the first writing behaviour and not worry about it, just keep going. Mm -hmm. um, so then I'd ask the students to write the letters of the alphabet, avoiding using any visual cues or prompts to gain a really good indication of how the students are progressing with their letter formation. Mm -hmm. um, don't interrupt the students during their writing. If they start writing a capital um, or they're writing on the wrong side of the page, just let them go because you're mm -hmm. really trying to get an indication of where they're at. Mm -hmm. Um, if some students are finding it too difficult, don't push them. If they're really getting upset about it, just leave it um, because you can include them in a smaller group uh, activity that I'm going to talk about in a minute. So, yeah, if they're just finding it too difficult, that's maybe showing an indication that they are struggling with letter formation, so don't, don't push them. Yep. Um, and once you have your samples, group the students who are obviously reversing letters or having troubles into a smaller group, mm -hmm. um, and I'd identify them as students who are needing some extra assistance with letter reversal. And then I do, I'd usually get my teacher aide to come and sit with them, and then they do some more sort of finer doing, writing some CVC words or... Um, writing the alphabet again in a smaller group setting. So it's a little bit less chaotic and a little mm. bit less stressful for them. Mm -hmm. um, hot tip is that I used to give my teacher aid a, an iPad and I'd get her to record oh. each of the children when they were writing because that's going to show you some of the behaviours as well because Perfect. if they're starting their um, F at the bottom, you're not going to know that if you haven't exactly. watched them actually form it. Yep. So, so video clips of them. Yep. Video clips of that smaller group, which is sure. going to give you even um, more indication as to what their behaviours are and how you could possibly help them with those letter reversals. So I used to do that at the beginning of each term and it was really interesting to see how much they improved as well. Yeah, that's a great tip. I love that idea of videoing them while they're working. A really good way of doing observations. Okay, so let's talk about some other practical activities that teachers can do with their students um, and incorporate into their daily teaching um, program to address letter reversal with their students. So, yeah, are there a few practical things you can take us through, please? Yeah, sure. I think a lot of these uh, activities that most early years teachers are doing in their classroom anyway, but it's um, really good to have that 
letter of verse on the back of your mind are those kids that might be struggling with mm -hmm. letter formation. Sure. So obviously lots of handwriting practice. I mean, the more practice you can do with the letter formation, the better. And repetition is key. Oh, that's with everything in the yeah. early years, really. So, mm -hmm. um, and we have a huge range of handwriting activities and resources on the website that might also help mm -hmm. um, the listeners if they are looking at some more handwriting activities. Yes. And if they just type handwriting into the search field, there's a yep. collection there that will pop Heaps. up for you. Yeah. I think even if you search letter formation as well, it even narrows mm. that down further into those really um, key handwriting activities that would help. Fantastic. Uh, the other thing is visual cues, uh, another aspect, of course, with anything, but in particular letter formation that can help um, the students in the class and it can also help the teacher if there is one student who is struggling with a particular letter, if you've got it up on the wall ready to go, you can say, remember, we start here and mm -hmm. then we go around this way. Yes. Um, and again, we have heaps of them on the website we've got some really cute letter formation rhyme posters um which are for the lower for the lowercase letters as well which uh, you could go over with your students and get them to say the rhyme and that can then help them when they're trying to work out which way to write the letters yes um and the other thing of course is desk plates having it right there in front of them so if they are not sure they can quickly have a look at their desk plate with the letter the lowercase letters there so it can help them with that that's perfect and we actually have some new desk plates coming out yes. for back to school so yes. keep an eye on the website for those because yes. holly has worked with a designer which designer is doing them uh, prue is working on that gorgeous yes. so those will be absolutely beautiful and coming out sometime between now and january exciting yeah <laughs> Um, okay, so that's awesome. I love all of those ideas. I've got one more. Sorry, I do have more. So I've always got more. But wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. <laughs> um, obviously, hands-on sensory letter formation activities well in the early years classroom yeah. um, is hugely beneficial. Um, the activities can help kids remember the proper formation by practicing writing the letter in a variety of fun ways with their hands. So some ideas are, I think a lot of early years teachers will know all these, using shaving foam and getting the kids to write the letters in the shaving foam. Yep. Creating the letters using Play-Doh, um, creating the letters using buttons and rocks, using large sidewalk chalk on cement, mm -hmm. um, just reinforcing. It's better to do that in a smaller group. So yes. You can be there or a teacher aide can be there so that you can make sure they're starting the letter in the correct spot as yes. well. So, yep. Um, really important or to have a visual cue on the desk for them as well if they're just practicing one letter yeah um, having that letter formation poster there so they know which way to start where to start and which way to go yes perfect I love those and they're really great for those tactile sensory learners that many many children are in those very early years exactly. so it just gives them something I guess fun and exciting yes. to do and a different way to do yes. it and just so. repetition all the, all of those the lots of handwriting the visual cues the hands-on learning yeah um it's just really important. just keep going keep yes. keep, keep going. going yes <laughs> all right so holly just before we get going for today i just want to get your last thoughts on letter reversal in young children what is the main takeaway from this episode for our listeners i think um, as early years teachers, it's important to continue to monitor those students. So once you've done that, um, the assessment idea that I mentioned earlier, just keep monitoring those students who you've identified um, that are struggling with letter reversal. And obviously, as mentioned, it's completely normal developmental behaviour, letter reversal, and seen in children in the ages up to seven. However, it can be a sign of dyslexia. So it's sort of something that Yep, it's normal. Let's try and help these students. Let's guide them. Let's support them. Let's try and help them. But mm -hmm. if it's getting up into that sort of seven, eight, and they're still really struggling, mm -hmm. it just might be something that they'll need to have a 
checking on. Yep, perfect. Yep. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me today to talk about letter reversal. It's such a fascinating topic to me. It is. It really is. And I remember when I first started teaching, I was just like, oh my gosh, like why are these children, why are these children reversing the letters? I've told them which way to do it, but so many of them did it. My children did it. And um... <laughs> all right. Thanks for being here today, Holly, and have a great week, everyone. Thanks for listening to this episode of For the Love of Teaching. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so that you get the latest updates on all the newest episodes. 